This episode of Full Armor Radio is brought to you by CR101 Radio Network. CR101 Radio Network is a Christian reconstruction internet radio station that hosts and broadcasts lectures, sermons, and podcasts 24-7. You can learn more at CR101Radio.com. We're also brought to you by GCS Apprenticeship Program, which is dedicated to training the next generation of Christian teachers so they can own and operate successful and profitable Christian schools. You can learn more at gcsapprenticeship.com. And now to the show. Hey, and welcome to Evangelism Encounters. I'm your host, John O'Rourke. In this episode, we'll be sitting in on a a quick conversation that I had with a professing Christian. I think it's important that uh, we don't just skip over people who say up front that they're Christians, but that we go ahead and, and go through the whole gospel with them. If they are a true Christian, it'll just help them um, to be encouraged and also maybe help them get a better or more clear understanding of the gospel. But also, even if maybe they're not a real Christian, it's always important to go over the gospel with, with anyone who will listen. So I hope you enjoy. Until after you die. Um, I think it depends on... I'm, I'm personally a Christian, mm-hmm. so if you... I think if you believe in God, you will go to heaven, I guess. Do you believe in the existence of God? Is that yeah. Mean? Okay. So do you think, so if you, were to, if you were to die today and stand before God, and he says, why should I let you into heaven, to you, how would you answer that? I'm not really sure. Okay. Well, do you think that, um, so you said you're, you believe that the Bible's God's word? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know the Ten Commandments? Mm-hmm. Do you think that you keep those? I don't think anybody can completely <laughs> yeah. keep those. So do you think that you're a good person? Everybody thinks they're a good person. <laughs> so. Well, I wouldn't. I don't think I'm a good person compared to that standard, at least. And if you compare ourselves True. to others, well, that's, yeah, if I compare myself to Hitler, yeah, I'm a pretty good guy. Yeah. But compared to the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't keep them. Do you think you keep them? You said, you said no, right? So, like, for example, have you ever told a lie in your whole life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. More than I could count. Yeah. More, more times than I can. Never stole anything, like, any value. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much it costs, just still, still theft. Uh, ever use the name of God kind of like a cuss word? Me too. Jesus said if you look at someone with lust, you commit adultery in your heart. Ever looked with lust before? Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, what do we just call ourselves? Um, liars, thieves blasphemers and adulterers in our hearts. That's four of the ten we looked at. So if we were judged based upon the Ten Commandments you know, by God, innocent or guilty? Guilty. Right. We just admitted it, right? Yeah. So we looked at four out of the ten we said we're guilty of all the four that we looked at. So then, based on that, heaven or hell then? Well, it... See... If you're saved or whatever, um, Jesus died for our sins, so it doesn't matter. I see. I mean, it matters if you sin, of course, obviously. Okay. Well, well, we're getting somewhere, because that's not what you said earlier (laughs) in terms of how to get to heaven. You didn't mention Jesus. So, but just that aside for just a second, just based upon what we've done, no Jesus involved, heaven or hell. Hell. Right. That's really for everybody then, right? Because we all broke the law. So tell me then. So you said that Jesus can save people. Why did Jesus die on the cross? He died to save 
people who sin. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Okay. So, and how how does dying on the cross do that? I guess is the question. Yeah, sure. So, do you understand like the legal implications of Jesus's death on the cross? Any idea what I'm talking about? Like legal? What do you mean? As in, well, it's like this. So, if I was on trial, like in a courtroom, and I stood before a judge. And I said, well, you know, I robbed three banks and I killed two guys, okay? But I tried to be a good person, too. You know, I tried to do the best I can. Do you think the judge would let me go? No. No. You know why? Because you admitted to being guilty. Right, yeah. So I'm going to be found guilty, so I'm going to judge you based upon whether you're guilty or not. Um, And you are guilty, so therefore I'm going to give you justice, right? So it would be a corrupt judge, a bad judge, who would just let the guy go the criminal go. That wouldn't be right. But justice would demand the penalty. So, so God's a just judge. So he can't just let you and me go. He can't just say, oh, who cares about all your evil that you do, all your law breaking. That wouldn't be just. So he can't just let it slide. So Jesus' death on the cross, the legal implications of that is that the guilt of the sinner is transferred to Jesus. Jesus is given the penalty in the place of the sinner. Right? Probably heard that yeah. before, right? So that's what I mean, is that if, since I do deserve hell, justice, hell, the way that I won't go to hell, that Jesus takes the just penalty, the hell, for me, in the place of me, on the cross. Right? Yeah. So if, do you know how good you would have to be in order to earn a place in heaven? To earn a place in heaven without... You'd have to be perfect. Exactly. So you already admitted, so did I. Or not. <laughs> right? Lawbreakers. So we haven't earned it. We haven't earned heaven. But you know that Jesus was perfect. Mm-hmm. He actually met the standard. So he can actually take the righteousness that he earned and transfer it to the sinner. So that mm-hmm. the sinner is declared, legally, like in a courtroom, I declare you righteous before the judge. So Jesus is treated as if he's the guilty sinner, even though he's not the sinner was, of course. And then the sinner is treated as if he was righteous, even though he wasn't, Jesus was. Jesus is a substitute, really, in those two ways, is that he keeps the law in the place of the sinner, and he takes the penalty in the place of the sinner, mm-hmm. right? And that solves the problem for the sinner. The sinner no longer has to bear a penalty in hell because Jesus bore it, and he also has, now has the requirement to get into heaven that he didn't earn, but Jesus earned and was given. So do you know what you have to do in order to receive the salvation that Jesus accomplished? You just ask for salvation. Pretty much. But the Bible says two things particularly to be specific. It says repent and believe. You know what repentance means? Repentance, that you're sorry for your sins. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're admitting it. You're, you're, yeah, you're sorry over them. You're sorrowful over your sins. You're, you're turning your back on them. saying, these are wrong. I really don't want to do these because they're, they're filthy. They're wrong. Mm-hmm. They're moral. And turning your back and me and saying you're sorry, asking for forgiveness. And then um, faith or believing is not just knowing these things that we just talked about. Okay, Jesus died on the cross. You have to know that, but it's more than just knowing it. Okay, It's a transfer of trust from yourself to trusting in what Jesus did. So if you think, well, I think that I'm doing pretty good. Hopefully God will accept me based upon what I've done. So that's trusting in yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that. Like I said earlier, it's like going into a courtroom and saying, I broke out of the loss, but I tried to be a good person. So God can't accept that. You won't accept that. 
So you can't trust yourself, you have to trust Jesus. Kind of like you would trust a parachute. If you were to jump out of an airplane, you wouldn't just jump out with no parachute and flap your arms or something. That'd be pretty dumb. Yeah. Trusting in your own ability to save yourself from death. Bad idea. So you would put on the parachute and trust your life to it. Because that can actually save you. So instead of trusting in your own, in your own good works, which one of if you don't have them, ultimately, like you said, trust in what Jesus did instead. So, so if I... If going to heaven depended upon me, I wouldn't go there. Do you know why? Because you can't, you're not perfect. You yeah, because I'm guilty. Right? Yeah. I'm not probably met the standard, you're right. So, but because it doesn't depend upon me, it depends upon Jesus, I can actually know I'm going to heaven because it doesn't depend upon me. See, it depends entirely upon what he did. You know, right before Jesus died, he said three thing, three words on the cross. You know what they were? Do you remember? It is finished. Yeah, there you go. What do you mean by that? Is that salvation has been accomplished, the payment for sin is completed, it's finished. So I'm not working trying to earn salvation. I can't. I'm resting, actually. Not working, but resting in the finished work of what Jesus did. So he accomplished it. That's what you're saying. You know, do you know this verse? It says the wages of sin is... Death. Death. Yes. Yeah. So you know the wages? Um, like, yeah, but not in this sense, I guess. Yeah, well, wage is like, if you if you go to work and you get your paycheck, mm-hmm. that's your wage. You've earned it, yeah. right? So what it's saying is that the wage, what we earn for ourselves by sinning, by break, yeah, by breaking the law of death, that's a penalty, you know. But the second half of the verse says, but free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So a gift versus a wage are very different. You know, if it's your birthday and somebody gives you a gift, you don't pull out your wallet and say, how much do I owe you? That's not what a gift is. They bought it and they give it to you for free. Mm -hmm. But like a paycheck at work, it's not a gift. You've worked for it, you've earned it, you put your time into it. So they're very different. And they can't really be mixed together. It's either it's you earn it or it's a gift. Okay? That's the way that salvation is. Salvation is a free gift. Heaven's a free gift. If you try to earn heaven, what do you get for yourself? You actually get hell because you earn your wage, which is death. But see, Jesus accomplished salvation and he gives it as a free gift, which is to be received by trusting in him, by faith. And true faith is always accompanied by repentance, by genuine repentance, by being sorry for your sin, if you're really trusting in Christ. So if I were to ask you again, one of my early questions if you would die and stand before God and he says why should I let you into heaven what's the basis what should your answer be because I've repented and believed in Jesus and his salvation yeah and, and particularly what he did right yeah. is that the, the problem is is that you know something like you know well God I haven't earned for myself a place in heaven and actually earned for myself a place in hell. That would be my wage. But I trust that Jesus taking the penalty for me and is keeping the law for me will count for me. It will. The Bible calls this justification. It's all over the New Testament. Okay? Remember, it says we're justified by faith, not by works. We're justified by trusting in Christ, not by trying to be righteous because we can't that won't do it you know it has to be another mm-hmm. person's righteousness Jesus is. So does that make sense to you mm-hmm. have you heard that before mm-hmm. Anna? now one more thing Jesus said you have to be born again do you know what that means um, I hear it all the time okay. it just means that 
your soul is born again. Your yeah. soul is saved from its um, from hell. Well, particularly what it is, is when God saves somebody, He makes them born again. He gives them a new heart, gives them new desires, makes them a new person. All these are the Bible's language for it. Mm-hmm. Takes out your heart of stone, gives you a, a heart of flesh, and that sort of thing. So, God, it's something that God does. God makes somebody born again, and that results in things in a person's life, particularly they're going to be repentant, they're going to trust in Christ, and then they're going to obey God. You see, I just said a lot that you don't get into heaven by obedience at all, because if you're trusting in Jesus plus you, then God's going to assess you based upon what you've done. You will be found guilty, all right? Mm-hmm. And the Bible, Galatians chapter 5 says that. But, so if it's Jesus alone to get into heaven, then where does good works play into this? Well, like, why does a Christian try to obey God, in other words? The reason is, out of thankfulness to God, we're given salvation as a free gift. Not try to earn salvation out of thankfulness. See the difference? Mm-hmm. And it's a fruit. It's something that God brings forth in somebody when He changes their hearts. He gives them desires to obey. So, there's basically these things is that you're going to repent, you're going to be trusting in Christ, and you're going to be trying to obey God and failing at it and repenting and so mm-hmm. Jesus said that you know a person by their fruit it's an analogy right if you and I saw a tree with apples on it what kind of tree is it an apple tree right because we do actually know a tree by its fruits we also know people that way we know whether we're born again or not based upon the fruit in our life what's produced so if I'm trusting in Christ alone for my salvation I'm trusting in myself or anything repentant and if I'm trying to obey God desiring that that's, those are the fruits of being born again mm-hmm. if I'm not repentant if I'm trusting in Jesus plus something else or not trusting in Jesus at all and living really in rebellion against God not trying not really caring not concerned and that's demonstrates that you're not being born again mm-hmm. do you understand that makes sense so I guess the real question is is that do you think that you have been born again how do you know that you've been born again you just know. Like okay. you if yeah. you ask if you believe that Jesus died for your sins and you like you said yeah. um, repent then Yeah, those are the de- if you really if those are sincere and genuine then that would mean that you're born again, that's right. And then in that you are like the way that you desire to live your life is out of thankfulness to God, the love for God, to obey Him and everything that He says. You know, when, we, when people say that Jesus is the Lord, that means that He is kind of the commander. He's the master, or the leader. And we learn from Him and we try to obey Him, right? So, just kind of going back to the very beginning, with the, with the basis... You know, I asked you what the basis is for going to heaven, and you said it's it believing in God. And believing the existence of God does not mean that you're saved. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because you can believe a lot of people believe in the existence of God, but are but are trust thinking they're a good person, mm-hmm. right? But see, that won't work. Does yeah. that make sense? In fact, if you're familiar with the Bible, and you answered my biblical questions, so maybe you, it sounds like you kind of are. You know, James uh, chapter two. It says that even the demons believe that there's a God. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're a Christian or that you're saved or you're born again. A lot of people believe that there's one God. They even believe, the, they even say they believe that the Bible's God's word. But they're not really trusting 
in Jesus as their Savior. They don't see their need for Him. Mm-hmm. You see? So this is, that's the thing, is that you and I, and tell me if you agree with this, though, is that you and I are both deserve to go to hell. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. But that if we're repenting and trusting Christ, then Jesus will save us by His law-keeping and His death on the cross, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, do you have any idea why I'm talking to you about this? I figured it was for a class or something. No. <laughs> no. In terms of, you know, I just met you a few minutes ago, obviously, and we're diving into this deep and important mm-hmm. stuff. The reason is, because of course I don't, didn't know you, yeah, I don't know what you believe, but uh, I do care about you. I certainly don't want you to go to hell, right? But I do know, as what you notice too, is that everybody's broken the law, and everybody's headed that way, mm-hmm. unless they're trusting in Christ. So I'm talk- that's why I'm talking to you about it, because I certainly want you to be trusting in Him and repentant. So. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Evangelism Encounters. To learn more about my missionary efforts, you can go to fullarmorministries.org. Thanks for listening.